can the Blue Jackets get back-to-back wins for the first time since Black Friday? Uh, we'll talk about that. Plus, there's some trade rumors swirling around, and it might not be the names that you expect. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every single day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, on YouTube, and on SiriusXM. I also have to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So, let's talk about the game tonight uh, first, and uh, whether the Blue Jackets can, again, win back-to-back games for the first time since literally November. Um, and then there's a couple of trade rumors floating around that I want to get into um, that are not names that I was necessarily expecting. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about the game first because it's, I want to say it's a big game, but it, it's not really. It's the Blue Jackets are still on their Western Canada swing and it would be real nice to go ahead and beat the, um, it'd be real nice to beat the, the uh, Canucks. Sweep the season series with them, just like they did with Calgary. The uh, Canucks are, I believe, coming off a loss to the Blues, this says. Yes, Um, an overtime loss to the Blues. They've got points in nine of their last ten games. uh, Ten of their last ten games, excuse me, um, including that shootout loss to the Blue Jackets. Just a real, real good team. Uh, Quinn Hughes is probably going to win the Norris. Um, he might be on pace. Let me double check what his point total is, um, because he might be on pace to beat Eric Carlson's numbers from uh, from last season. Which again, Eric Carlson got a hundred points for the first time since I think literally since Brian Leach. So if Quinn Hughes beats that, um, real real impressive work. Um, real impressive work from basically everyone on uh, on this team. If I'm being honest. Um, Brock Besser is two points away from being the fourth player to hit 50 points on the season. Um, and again, for context, the Blue Jackets' leading point scorer is Johnny Gaudreau, who has 29 points. Um, the top line is doing a lot of heavy lifting from for the Canucks. So uh, JT Miller has 64 points. Elias Patterson has uh, 61. Brock Besser, 48. Quinn Hughes, 59. Philip Peronek. 36, and then uh, no one else has more than 24 points. So the, the the big five are doing, like I said, a ton of heavy lifting. Uh, Thatcher Demko in goal also doing a ton of heavy lifting. Casey DeSmith has been good for them. He's got a 9-11 um, save percentage, but Thatcher Demko has gone 25-8-1 this season. He's got a, a save percentage of 9-22 and uh, is allowing less than two and a half goals per game. He's also got five shutouts on the season. 
So it's uh, it's a tall order for the Blue Jackets to come into Vancouver. Um, I would love to know what their record is at home versus away. But the Blue Jackets, obviously, they've got three wins in their last 10, um, but points in six of their last 10. So, or five of their last 10, excuse me. They've got a regulation win against Calgary, a shootout wins against Vancouver and Philadelphia, and then overtime losses to Minnesota and Buffalo. Again, tall order for the Blue Jackets to walk in, but they did it before. Um, yes, they they blew. Is it is it blowing a lead if you have a one-goal lead and then they just keep also, like, equalizing? I don't know that that's blowing a lead necessarily, but... Um, I would like if they could not do that this time, because I feel like that was the big thing last time, was the Blue Jackets. Uh... Oh, no, it was it was backwards. Excuse me. Um, the Canucks would score, and then the Blue Jackets would score, and then the Canucks would score, and then the Blue Jackets scored. And then the Canucks scored, the Blue Jackets scored. German Dmitry Vronkov with two goals. Uh, Karol Marchenko with the only shootout goal on the night um, in terms of, I think they went to sudden death. Uh, yeah, he was the, excuse me, he was the fourth guy to go for the Blue Jackets um, and the only one of eight players that went in the shootout to score. So, like, again, good night for the Russians. You know, Igor Chinikov also had a goal in that game. Um, if they can get, again, like the Calgary game, if they can get that where every line is kind of rolling and every line is contributing a little bit, um, this feels again like a winnable game because it's just the Canucks are just so top heavy. And I don't mean that like in a bad way. If any Canucks fans find this video, like I'm not saying that you guys don't have depth and I'm not saying that this team is only good because of that top line. I am saying that top line is having a phenomenal season um, in a way that no one on the Blue Jackets are. Um, I don't. Uh, JT Miller leading the team, 64 points, like I said. I believe the season, I believe the point leader for the Blue Jackets last season was Johnny Gaudreau, who had, I want to say, 72 points. So in in 70 games or something, um, in 80 games, excuse me, uh, JT Miller is eight points away from that, and he's only played 48 games. They're doing just bananas things right now. Um, and again, Really, really fun to see. It was a fun game last time. I enjoyed it. The Canucks are a really, really fun team to watch. They don't seem to have a weakness, really. I'm just looking at how they match up in terms of, like, team stats. Uh, they are eighth on the power play. Okay, their one weakness might be the penalty kill, where they're 15th in the league. Um, but they're still better than the Blue Jackets were 18th. Uh, 17th in face-offs, but face-offs are basically meaningless. Uh, second in goals for per game, second in goals against per game. Um, if they start rolling, it's going to be very difficult for the Blue Jackets. Um, I will say, I think one thing that makes this easier for the Blue Jackets is obviously Zach Wierenski's back, um, and they did not have him the last time these two teams faced each other. Um and I thought he looked really good against Calgary. So if they can get, again, if they can get Wierenski going against the Canucks, he's really, really due to score a goal. Um, he's probably not going to be the highest scoring defenseman on the ice because Quinn Hughes exists. Uh, and Quinn Hughes has eight points in his last five games. 
Um, on the Blue Jackets side, Johnny Gaudreau is leading the way. He's got four assists in his last four games. Dimitri Frank in his last five games. Dimitri Frankov has four goals in his last five games. So Quinn Hughes is uh, again just having a really, really strong season. They played last night. The Canucks, I believe, uh, or maybe let me double check that. I think they might actually have had the night off last night. Um, yes, they had the night off. They last played um, on the same night as the Blue Jackets, I believe, or I've lost where the thing is. Um, no, they last played on January 24th. So they've had a couple of days off. So I would imagine that they're probably going to see uh, Thatcher Demko tonight, which makes things a lot more difficult and uh, also creates some conversation in terms of goaltending for both teams uh, because the Blue Jackets play tomorrow as well. Um, they're playing Seattle. So we'll talk about what that means in terms of goaltending for both teams in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. First, I want to tell you guys about Indeed because we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. Don't search, match. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. They are your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And they don't just help you do it faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. Uh, according to a recent survey, you can use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. So you don't have to, you know, get an email and then play email tag or phone tag or whatever. You can do it all through Indeed. Um, I I like Indeed a lot. It's, it's the job site I use when I am uh, job hunting. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't had to job hunt for a little while now, but when I did, Indeed was the only one that I used, and uh, 3.5 million businesses worldwide use Indeed to hire great talent. Listeners of this show are going to get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I was like to say about FanDuel because uh, the NFL season has wrapped up, but the big game is on the way and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet. And that's guaranteed. Whether you win or lose, you're going to get those $150 in bonus bets. So just go to the site, pick a random $5 bet, and uh, enjoy your bonus bets. You've got so many different ways to bet. They've got live same-game parlays. They've got this new Explore tab where you can just kind of poke around and see what looks like fun. They've got a parlay hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays. The app is super easy to use. And uh, it's just, it's the best. I love FanDuel. Um, I, I used it before they sponsored this show, and I will probably continue to use it after. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make your first bet a layup with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are talking all about tonight's game against the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, there's some goaltending 
conversation. And I kind of alluded to this in yesterday's episode. I talked about it a little bit of like, do you keep the tandem going? Um, or do you reward Daniil Tarasov for his good play against Calgary? Or is this a flash in the pan? You know, he had two bad games and then one good game. Like Elvis has kind of had two poor games and then had two good games before that. Like it's, you also got to consider they're playing Vancouver tonight and then they're playing Seattle tomorrow. So one guy is going to play tonight. One guy is going to play tomorrow. But I don't know which way the best way to do it is because if you like, if you treat the Canucks game as like, well, they're the best team in the league, probably, or you know, they might be second best at the minute if, if Boston has overtaken them. Um, do you do you give that up as a lost cause and put the guy that you think that you the, the guy that you think can win a game in against Seattle, or do you put the better goalie in against the tougher opponent? You know, and like Seattle's no slouch. Um, they are currently. 28, 18, and 10 on the season. So they're not having as good of a season as uh, as they were last year, but they've got points in six of their last 10. Um, currently on a one-game losing streak. Uh, they lost in overtime to Seattle last night, but still a better team than Columbus. So, like, there's no... There's no easy games here. There's no, you know, it's not like other teams who can kind of roll into Columbus and be like, oh, we'll put the backup in tonight because it's Columbus and we don't need to try. You know, there isn't really a team that the Blue Jackets can do that with, except like maybe, you know, Anaheim or um, San Jose, arguably Chicago. Um, they play two of those teams next month. So we might see some more kind of rotation of goalies. But kind of to go back to my original point, the Blue Jackets are likely going to be facing Thatcher Demko tonight. Do you put the guy with better numbers, Elvis Mosleykins, in? Or do you put the guy that played well against Calgary and probably deserves um, to have another start? Especially when you consider Elvis, uh, again, had two very poor games um, against the Devils and against um, Edmonton. So it's a tough decision, and I hate that. Again, we're kind of get, we're back to oh, like which goalie do we put? The one that's performing slightly less badly, or the other one that's performing slightly more badly but has better numbers overall? Because two months ago, I was like, hey, all of our goalies have decent numbers. We can put any of them in. I'm not worried about goaltending. And now here we are again. Um, it's fine. I feel fine about it. But to answer, kind of to answer my own question, I think I go with Muslikins in this game. Um, he got the win against Vancouver last time. Uh, I think you put Daniil Tarasov. Actually, so Elvis got the win against Vancouver last time. Daniil Tarasov got shelled by Seattle. So do you do you put Tarasov in tonight to reward again to reward him for that good game against Calgary, and then not make him face the team that put I think six goals past him on less than thirty shots? Or do you put Elvis in tonight because he played well against Vancouver last time and didn't play the last game? And then put, um, again, just hope that, that Tarasov is not too traumatized by the Seattle game. He's not traumatized by it. That's a, that's a poor choice of words. But it got a little bit more difficult. I was like, yeah, play Elvis. And then you can put Tarasov in the next night and it keeps that rotation going. And I do, I do think, actually, that might be, that might be my, my thoughts. Uh, it might be play Elvis tonight, play Tarasov tomorrow night, because you can't sit your goalie 
for one bad game against a team. Because if you're like, well, this goalie doesn't play well against this team, so we're going to play our other goalie, then you kind of fall into a trap, I think, of I can never play this goalie against this team again. And that's just not helpful because that's not how that's just not how it's going to work. So play Elvis, play Tarasov tomorrow. Um, in terms of Boquist and Roslovic, both of them took head injuries against uh, Calgary. One of them got hit by a puck flying into the bench, lost a tooth. That's Boquist. And then Roslovic um, almost got decapitated by Jonathan Huberto. Again, slightly dramatic, but it looks like he was bleeding quite a lot from multiple parts of his face. My guess is the Boquist plays tonight and Roslovic probably doesn't, which means Emil Bemstrom is probably back in, uh, but it also means that we don't have to experience the Andrew Peak uh, Ivan Provorov pairing again, which is always stressful and feels a little bit like it should have Benny Hill music kind of following it around. Um, in terms of predictions, I'm going to predict, again, like, my head says one thing and my gut says another. And, and the Blue Jackets could win this game. I don't think it's likely, but I do think it would be funny if they did. Uh, and so I'm going to go with the funny option. And I think that's the Blue Jackets winning. I think probably it goes to overtime again. I'm going to say it's a 3 2 overtime win. Uh, and I think Ken Johnson scores a goal because they're in his hometown. Uh, and he loves to score big goals like that, and he's due a goal, I think. He hasn't scored in a minute. So that's uh, that's my my prediction. Um, in a minute, I want to kind of spend the last segment talking about a couple of trade rumors that I saw either yesterday or the day before, um, because they are not the trade rumors I was necessarily expecting. Um, so we'll talk about who they are and why I wasn't expecting them and whether I think it'll actually happen in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. First, I've got to tell you about eBay Motors, because passion, drive, and patience brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time, or you are going to get all of your money back. With eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. They've got all of the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Let's talk trades uh, because the trade deadline is coming up and uh, there are some names apparently on this list that I was not necessarily expecting. Uh, so Darren Drager of uh, Insider Trading says, Yannicka Kleinen, the GM of the Blue Jackets, is willing to listen on a couple of big name guys, Patrick Laine and Ivan Provorov, and there are others. Drager adds, Fantilli is untouchable. Teams are interested in Boone Jenner. He's a heart and soul guy with a great contract, and it's unlikely the Jackets move him. So I think adding that Fantilli is untouchable, I think, is, uh, yeah, duh. Like, what are we doing here? But I wanted to touch on specifically the Jenner trade rumors, uh, because I do think there are a lot of teams that are probably interested in him. 
I don't know that he necessarily gets moved because he is going to cost more than what teams are willing to pay for him. Um, and that is not like a, a dig at Boone Jenner, but I think he has a lot of value in this team as a leader, as the captain, um, as the, I think the only guy on this team that uh, has been here before Yamaka Kalainen. Like he's been here since I think 2011, he was drafted. So he's been with the team for 12 seasons. Uh, I think the team wants to keep him. He's on a great deal. Um, and I think he he's going to cost more than it's, other teams could use a Blue Jetter, 100%. But I think other teams are like, yeah, we'll throw a first round pick at the Blue Jackets and see if that gets us Boone Jenner. And I think he's going to cost more than that, not because I think he's worth more than that, but because I think that's what Yamakakalainen is going to say that he's worth and like is he wrong maybe but i saw the um the lockdown canucks guys who do a great job they were talking about hey should we trade for boon jenna and like yeah you probably should try to trade for boon jenna but i don't know that you could afford him you know um so i think it's very very unlikely that uh boon jenna gets traded it's mostly the other two names in this that i wanted to talk about apparently so he's listening on uh ivan provarov who I kind of talked about a little bit as a potential um, trade deadline movement. Uh, he's currently making four and three quarter million dollars for the next two seasons. If the Blue Jackets retain 50% of that, then a team in the playoff hunt can get, you know, a decent offensive defenseman that doesn't need to play on the top line, can, you know, thrive in a depth role, isn't going to be trusted with big defensive minutes. Uh, and they're going to get that for like two and a half million dollars for two years. Like, I think I think there's something there. It does beg the question: Why did the Blue Jackets go out and acquire Provorov and pay you know a first round pick plus for Provorov? But it is what it is. Sometimes you make a trade, and sometimes things things don't turn out well. I would make that trade. Um, I don't know what you would get back. I would like first round pick back i think it's unlikely um unless you are kind of retaining a bunch of salary so we'll we'll see anything there the other name that i think is um interesting is patrick line is being paid 8.7 million dollars for the next for two seasons after this one he has not had a great season for the Blue Jackets, he has been injured a lot. He's currently injured right now, might be back soon, we'll see. Um, I don't necessarily see this as a trade that you make right now, unless Yaka Klein is going to get more than, quite frankly, what Line a is worth right now. Uh, because he is coming off, okay, so he's coming off a, a season where he was a point per game. He had 55 points in 52 games, I believe, or 52 points in 55 games, either or. Um, but right now, he has, I believe, nine points on the season in 18 games, has been in and out of the lineup with injuries, with healthy scratches, has been up and down the lineup. Like, it's his value right now is at an all-time low. So you would be selling for, you know, pennies on the dollar for Line A. And because that contract is so big, you'd have to take a big contract back. You'd probably have to give up a sweetener to... um to move him in the first place, unless there's a team out there that kind of wants to wants to bring him in. And, you know, maybe you do line A for, God, I don't know. Um, I've gone blank on other big underperforming contracts right now. But unless you, you know, you move him out for a bigger contract that is up 
earlier like the um they did this with with cam atkinson and jake voracek they did a one-for-one -one trade voracek cost more under the cap but his deal was done earlier so that could be the only kind of thing that i would think of here is you try and move that contract pay more now and then get cap relief later on um of the three of those moves i think uh is probably the most likely to be moved. I don't think they move Boon Jenner unless it's for a King's Ransom. Your opinion may vary on whether that's like a valid opinion or not. Um, this is not me saying that I wouldn't trade Boon Jenner, but I think he's going to cost more than, again, just to, just to kind of reiterate what I said earlier, he's going to cost more than what I think a lot of teams are willing to pay. Unless it's a team, you know, like a perennial contender or, you know, a team like Boston that apparently doesn't need to rebuild. They just keep on being good even when all of their good players retire. It's fine. Um, Provorov, I think, could move, especially if the Blue Jackets are willing to retain salary. Uh, and I think Patrick Laine, I, I think he's, yeah, I, I think Yamaka Laine is listening. I don't know that he gets moved. Um, it would be very funny if he got traded for, like, Pierre-Luc Dubois. That's not going to happen. But I do think that would be a very funny trade. And frankly, I think the Blue Jackets could use another semi-competent center. I know he's not having a great season in LA. Um, but in fairness, he is behind Andrzej Kopitar, who is maybe one of the best centers of the current era. And Philippe Deneau, who, again, excellent, excellent two-way center. So, like, he was playing a losing game to start with when he went to LA. He was never going to oust either of those guys. But we'll uh, we'll see. Um, that's kind of all I've got for today. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do another episode, uh, because I can. Uh, so we'll recap tonight's game. We'll look at the Seattle game and, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Hopefully recapping a win, but I'm not super positive. It would be really nice to talk about back-to-back -back wins for the first time in like two months. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email us at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day every single day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube. You can find us on SiriusXM. And uh, you can also find the game on SiriusXM at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, catch every goal, penalty, and other assorted nonsense of the Blue Jackets hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Blue Jackets. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.